0: Good morning, I'm Sarah French. I'm Ben Thompson. This is WCNC Charlotte to go. Here are your top stories. Charlotte Mecklenburg school leaders are getting ready to lose $190 million. It's all because of disappearing COVID relief funds. Now the district says it could have to eliminate more than 700 jobs. WCNC Charlotte's Destiny Richards is asking where's the money and Destiny. The district says they're
1: hopeful this doesn't lead to layoffs. That's right. CMS says the jobs that are going away are tied to $60 million in COVID relief funds. But the people who are holding those positions will have the option to continue employment with a new title. The district says it's no surprise these funds are coming to an end. And right now it's figuring out a plan that prioritizes academic outcomes for students. CMS wants to retain as many employees as possible through this change and hopefully have employees fill some of the 990 vacant they currently have.
0: We're taking a very close look at what positions are needed that will have the biggest impact on student achievement. The goal is when we start at the beginning of the school year that we will have a lot less uh, teacher vacancies and we'll be able to have um, staff in front of students.
1: Hill says there are specifically 768 positions tied to COVID funding, as well as bonuses. Live at CMS headquarters, I'm Destiny Richards, WCNC Charlotte. Turning to more today's
0: top stories in your morning rush, the SBI is now investigating after a man was killed in an officer involved shooting in Cherville. The man police killed now identified as 35-year-old Thomas Rivera. Police say they got a call Sunday afternoon for a man causing a disturbance. According to police, an officer shot and killed him after a fight broke out. That unnamed officer is now on administrative leave, which is standard protocol.
1: Good Tuesday morning, I'm Richard Devane here at Friendship Missionary Baptist Church, where city council member Patricia Waddington will be today to discuss a growing problem in our community violence. Now, this is just part of what the city is doing as far as trying to talk about certain recommendations on how to reduce juvenile violence. This is just one of several community meetings. They say they have more
2: plans. First National Bank must pay more than $13 million to settle discrimination allegations in Charlotte and Winston-Salem. Prosecutors say the bank discriminated against black and Hispanic families trying to buy homes. In addition to the payout, the bank has also committed to opening three new branches in minority neighborhoods and will offer financial education and credit counseling classes.
1: I'm Bree Jackson in Washington. In a turn of events, Senate Republicans are threatening to block the bipartisan package of border security measures, even after their chief negotiator signed off on it. Now, the fate of the bill remains in limbo. The lead Republican negotiator for the deal, Senator James Linkford, is urging his Republican colleagues to take another look at the legislation.
0: New Panthers coach Dave Canales says one coach is here to stay. Defensive coordinator Ejero Ivero will continue his role with Carolina. In his one season, the Panthers defense was top five in terms of yards allowed. Ivero had several interviews for head coaching positions around the league. And that's it for your morning rush.
2: Here's what's happening across the Carolinas. In Greenville, North Carolina, police say a three year old child is dead after shooting himself with a gun. They say a 13 year old managed to unlock a gun safe to get the weapon and then left the gun in a place the toddler could reach. Officers say the child grabbed it and shot himself. A trial now underway for a man accused of kidnapping and killing a South Carolina four year old nearly 40 years ago. Thomas McDowell is accused of kidnapping and murdering Jessica Gutierrez back in 1986. Her body, was never found. Durham's Museum of Life and Science says beloved black bear Gus has died. The 18 year old American black bear suffered from cancer near his heart and lungs. His body will be donated to cancer research organizations. And that's what's happening across the Carolinas. This morning, a new push to help tackle vacant office buildings in Uptown. Charlotte City Council now offering a property tax rebate to the new owners of the old Duke Energy Building on South Church Street in Uptown. The new owners say they're hoping to turn the office building into more than 400 apartments and retail space. The developers say they need the city's help, though, to make them a reality. And they're offering to set aside some apartments for affordable housing in exchange. Well, vacant office space is becoming a big issue in Uptown. It's a topic that dominated city council meetings yesterday. But this morning, folks are split on what to do about it. Lots of prime real estate is sitting vacant in the Queen City. And now city leaders are working to find a solution. Let's connect the dots. The latest data presented to Charlotte City Council shows office vacancy rates are at a 22 year high, with 21% of office space in Uptown City empty. Vacant buildings are a bigger problem than just being an eyesore. Real estate experts say they can hurt the city's tax revenue and bring down the value of other nearby developments. As far as what to do with this space, there is no shortage of ideas. Center City Partners recently held a design competition for ideas to take advantage of the unused space. City leaders seem to agree it looks like no matter what public money will be needed to fill a lot of these empty buildings. But not everybody thinks it's the right solution given what is a hefty price tag. And that is Connecting the Dots.
0: Now to the day's checklist. Here are three stories worth knowing about today. One, this morning, presidential candidate Nikki Haley is requesting protection from the Secret Service. Her campaign says there have been multiple issues and threats. The former South Carolina governor is the only major primary opponent of former President Donald Trump. The Secret Service has not responded to a request for comment. Number two, the Super Bowl officially less than a week away and this morning. The South Carolina Highway Patrol is warning people as much fun as it is to drink and watch the game. Folks should have a plan to get home. People going out for the game should have a sober ride arranged and people hosting parties should make sure their guests don't drive home under the influence. And number three, Elon University Law School's South End Campus is moving ahead. The school's flex program got clearance from the American Bar Association and another key accreditation body here in the South. The program allows students to work towards their law degree part-time. It's getting ready to enroll its first students this fall. It will be the only law school here in Charlotte. Well, infant mortality is on the rise in the United States, but the numbers are especially dire for one demographic. WCNC Charlotte's Megan Bragg is looking into the latest data in this verify fact check.
1: It's this report from the CDC showing the latest data from 2022. It confirms an increase in the infant mortality rate for the first time in 20 years. The number one group still experiencing the highest rate of death, black infants. To get the facts on this data, we went to the CDC and Dr. Tozin Goji, a gynecologist at the Cleveland Clinic. The CDC shows a 3% increase in overall infant mortality from 2021
2: to 2022. The latest um, data shows us that For an industrialized country, um, we still have a lot of work to do.
1: According to the CDC, black infant mortality is also creeping up and black newborns die at more than double the rate of white newborns. Dr. Goji says there are several contributing factors, for example, an increase in chronic health conditions among black women before pregnancy like type 2 diabetes and hypertension.
2: We can't talk about infant mortality rate and racial disparities without talking about um, structural racism, um, social um, determinants of um, poor health outcomes like where someone resides, um, lack of transportation, food insecurity.
1: But here at home, the overall infant mortality numbers are moving in the right direction. In both North and South Carolina, the rate of death decreased from 2021 to 2022. With your Verify Fact Check, I'm Megan Brack.
0: And if you have something you would like verified, just email us at verify at WCNC.com.
2: Thanks for listening. You can find these stories and more at WCNC.com. And join the WCNC Charlotte team weekday mornings, 430 to 7 a.m. Like and subscribe to our podcast and tell a friend.